Well, greetings. Mike Douglas here with a special early edition of Pastor Mike Into the Night. In a moment, you'll hear our broadcast from the 5 p.m. hour earlier this evening on November 19. Now, sadly, the service we use delivered a recording that has some flips and flops in it, so don't adjust your speakers or your audio. It's not you. It's Blog Talk Radio and its signal. With that, including a few audio flips and flops, here's Into the Night with Pastor Mike for Thursday evening, November 19. And good evening to you, Mike Douglas here on Into the Night with Pat. It's at 10 o'clock this evening. Uh, we're doing it earlier uh, because a, uh, a major announcement was made here in California uh, oh, just a few hours ago by the California uh, Health Secretary, Dr. Mark and basically, to sum it up, the announcement is we're going, at least uh, those of us in California who are in tier purple, the purple tier counties, those, the, those are those of us who are in the penalty box, who are on state timeout because our counties are not measuring up to the uh, state formulas that have been constructed. And uh, so I think there are some 41 counties or so throughout California that are affected by this. I think that's about, what, 90-some-odd percent of the counties. Anyway, uh, point being that uh, many of us uh, throughout the state of California are going to be facing a new curfew. That's right, my friends, a new curfew that is going to take place uh, beginning this Saturday night. Uh, the 21st of November, 10 p.m., and there will be a curfew between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. for, uh, and and this is a wonderful term that we've learned over the past couple of months. Uh, It is called non-essential travel and uh, non-essential people. So uh, those of us who are non-essentials apparently are are now going to be restricted to... (laughs) Not being out between 10 p.m. and and 5 a.m. in the morning, at least through December 21st and uh, quite possibly beyond that as well, if we don't behave ourselves and get ourselves into the the matrices that uh, Governor Newsom and uh, his wise people have constructed in uh, Sacramento. Uh, the capital of the state of California. Be interested in your reactions to this, especially if you're in California. Or if you, I don't know, if you're not in California, would you like being, would you like to be in California right now? I, uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, we'd like to hear from you, whether you're in state or out of state, about this curfew and uh, what, what you think about it. The phone number to call. Is area code 657-383-1479. That's area code 657-383-1479. Again, our phone number live, and this will be uh, for the time being here 
in our uh, five o'clock hour here on Thursday night, the uh, 19th of November. Again, our call-in phone number to comment on uh, the curfew and the COVID-19 issues involved behind it. Area code 657-383-1479. And if you're listening on demand, those of you who uh, are not into staying up so late at night, uh, you can uh, email me during the week. Pastor Mike 209 at gmail.com. Pastor Mike 209 at gmail.com. Well, uh, let's listen to uh, Dr. Mark Galley as he uh, presented these new announcements to the state of California earlier today. Here's Dr. Gallo. So to the uh, announcement today of what we'll be doing in the state of California, uh, we are going to, just as we did back in March, we started with a full stay-at-home order. It was very effective. Californians came together. We were able to stay ahead of our curve and keep transmission low. Today, in a more focused way, based on many things that we've learned over the past many months, I'll go over those things in just a moment, uh, we are putting forward a limited stay-at-home order, um, one that is more targeted, one that is more focused in the following ways. It impacts counties that are in the purple tier. You'll remember on Monday, we announced 41 counties across California are in the purple tier. We're asking that as part of this targeted, limited stay-at-home order, that people are home by 10 and stay home until 5 a.m. How do you like being a target? Don't you love that? Uh, I feel like uh, I ought to go print out a bullseye and and place my targeted populace. And I'm sure they weren't thinking of targeted in that vein, but I sure feel like it. At this point, I don't know how you uh, how you feel, but uh, enough's enough. And uh, especially as we approach the holidays here, um, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist. It takes a lot for me to uh, pull back the curtain and take a look at the alleged Wizard of Oz, who's behind the curtain and who's really pulling all the levers, uh, and. Uh, and say, you know, they have evil intent. But I, uh, I, I just have to think this is, this is over the top. And, of course, we, we mix that with the fact that there's also been announcements about how Thanksgiving is supposed to be conducted uh, this year. Uh, Governor Newsom uh, announcing this uh, actually about a month ago and reiterating, reiterating it not too long ago. Uh, basically, broad brush, he likes to use that term, broad brush. Uh, he uh, has decreed that, um, you know, Thanksgiving-type gala, uh, galas, uh, gatherings should be held outdoors and uh, with guests from no more than three households. And uh, you're supposed to be seated six feet apart. I'm imagining two things here. I'm imagining the pilgrims and, and the Indians uh, sitting at least six feet apart with their uh, some kind of mask on and enjoying uh, celebrating uh, with one another. Anyway, uh, you can uh, take off your masks uh, only to eat and drink. And, and you're not allowed to go indoors. Well, I guess you're not recommended to go indoors anyway. 
except to use the bathroom. Now, you know, for those of us who are in advanced years, that may be with somewhat regular frequency. But anyway, that that I wonder if we're I wonder if they count how many times we have to go in. Um, you know, that might be interested to know. They, they, they have, interesting to know, they have algorithms for everything else. And it might be interesting to know if, um, if, if the government counts how many times that uh, you go in and perhaps you're a suspect if you go in too many times. As you may be gathering, I'm not too pleased with this. And I, I try to be a rational guy. I try to be, uh, let's look at the facts, uh, then let's develop opinions about the facts, and then, and then uh, let's uh, look at our emotional reactions to the facts. And uh, I have done that over this issue uh, in a somewhat compressed time frame, and it still comes out not smelling right to me. It does not smell like a Thanksgiving turkey. Uh, the policies might be a turkey, but uh, not not Thanksgiving. So anyway, of course, with that backdrop, uh, Governor Newsom himself, having uh, reiterated time and time again and having his people reiterate time and time again that we should be wearing masks uh, as much as possible. And I'm not against wearing masks. It's just believe uh, they don't do the job everyone thinks they do unless they're actually the N95 ones. But given that fact, of course, it, it was reported and discovered that he showed up at a, a restaurant called the French Laundry. I guess that's uh, anybody been to the French Laundry? I don't even know where that is, what it is. I, I'm wondering. I don't know that I'd want to go to a restaurant that had the name Laundry involved in it but I, I apparently it's a pretty upscale uh restaurant and and uh, i'm i'm sure it was a, a great meal and uh gavin newsom didn't have his mask on and apparently it was a birthday dinner for uh, a lobbyist and uh, uh former advisor i believe named jason kinney and so uh, he was at the table and someone apparently uh surreptitiously surreptitiously or not, snapped a picture of Governor Newsom without his mask on, uh, not distanced uh, six feet. In other words, all the things that he'd asked us to do over the past couple of months, he was not doing. And then uh, came the uh, apology. And I'm not going to play it for you because uh, I just, it, it came off, I don't, Regardless of whether you're Republican or Democrat, this is atrocious. It is the height of hypocrisy. As a publicly, he didn't forget to put his mask on. He intentionally didn't have his mask on. This is a guy that's the governor of the state of California, for goodness sakes. He's supposed to be highly intelligent uh, because he's giving us all these algorithms that, that we have to uh, fit into and in order for us to abide by the dicta come from uh, the the, uh, the capital of California, Sacramento, in order for us to beat this uh, coronavirus. And we did the 15 days. In fact, uh, my wife and I had been overseas. We, we had been in Europe. Uh, we had been on a, uh, 
a historical trip looking at uh, various um, sites out of uh, New Testament scriptures and, and Old Testament as well. And uh, it was very, it, it was a once in a lifetime thing. We got back right on the cusp of this uh, about, uh, well, early, about mid-March actually. And so we, we even voluntarily, even though we were told we didn't have to, we voluntarily uh, hid ourselves inside our, our homes uh, for 14 days. We voluntarily did that. So we bent over backwards. When we go out, you know, I wear the mask and, and, and all of that. I've had it. <laughs> I've had it with the arrogance, with the condescending attitude. And I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, Pastor Mike's a little ticked at all this today. And I don't know, maybe uh, if, you, if you have a different viewpoint and you'd like to straighten me out, you're welcome to do that. Our phone number here is 657, that's the area code, 657-383-1479, area code 657-383-1479, and give me another perspective, persuade me that what I heard today about this curfew from 5 p.m. to 10 a.m. in the morning beginning this Saturday, extending at least to December 21st and possibly beyond, is not over the edge. I mean, what is it really going to do? And how is it going to affect businesses? Again, our phone number here, I'm more than willing to have you try to straighten me out here. Area code 657-383-1479. And you can email me as well. We appreciate that during the week. If you're listening to this on demand uh, after the live show, it's pastormike209 at gmail.com, pastormike209 at gmail.com. Well, speaking of businesses and how all this affects businesses, let's listen to Dr. Mark Galley, the California Health Secretary explains to us how this is going to affect businesses. This means that many essential businesses uh, 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 that uh, we've in the past called non-essential businesses, there's a list of what's included and not included uh, in that that, uh, category, that we ask that they close operations by 10 p.m., that people can get home by then, and that they stay home, and those Businesses don't resume operations till at least 5 a.m. throughout all of the purple counties. This uh, order, this public health order that will be modified at the state uh, level will be effective November 21st, so that's Saturday night at 10 p.m., and will go until December 21st uh, at 5 a.m. Okay, there we go. And uh, there was further information uh, that uh, I have picked up. Uh, looking at very news, uh, at a variety of news releases that uh, that actually can be renewed on uh, on December 21st as well. By the way, uh, just so, just so you're aware, we're coming to you from our clandestine location uh, with other things going on, like uh, telemedicine things and conversations. And so, uh, if you have a little background uh, noise, please uh, forgive us. But we wanted to get on uh, on the air 
early today to respond to uh, to what's going on here in California. Again, our, our call in number here six five five seven three eight three one four seven nine. So, with all this, there is um, there there is also the question. Of why now? Uh, I, th- there are a lot of people, some fellow pastors of mine, that don't like why questions, and I understand that. There are some why questions that are just circular questions, because the next question is why. Uh, you know, l- l- little people that uh, begin to rationalize early and have good brains, they start to ask why questions, and they become. Uh, circular uh, discussions, and it basically ends with the uh, exhausted parent saying, because I said so. <laughs> and, well, uh, we we pay these politicians to represent us and, and to uh, be, um, be aware of our best interests. And so the fact is we don't pay our kids to be our kids, uh, really. And and but but we do pay the politicians. We do pay our representatives to represent us, and so uh, they they have a responsibility to endure our why questions. Our why questions are important, and one of the big why questions here is why why are we having a curfew between five p.m. in the evening? To no, I, I, I'm sorry. 10 p.m. Got that wrong, didn't I? 10 p.m. at night. I've probably been doing that the whole time, haven't I? The curfew is from 10 p.m. at night to 5 a.m. in the morning. All right, 10 p.m. at night to 5 a.m. in the morning. This got me so uh, frustrated. I'm I'm probably misspeaking uh, earlier on, so we'll correct that if I did. Uh, curfew is from 10 p.m. in the evening to 5 a.m. in the morning. So why do we, why should we have a curfew from 10 p.m. in the evening to 5 a.m. in the morning? Oh, uh, why is that? Well, all right, I'm 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 going to start this audio clip, and uh, I'll probably cut it short because here's my challenge to you. We're going to go back to uh, Dr. Mark Galley again, the uh, health secretary for the state of California. And uh, he asks that question uh, of himself uh, because even his staff, as you'll hear, was asking him uh, that question as well. So we're going to listen to Mark Galley uh, address the question of why. Why should we have a curfew between 10 p.m. at night and... uh, 5 a.m. in the morning. And I, I, when I heard this was going to happen, when I was listening to it live, I was, I was going to say, oh, great, we're going to hear why this is happening. And uh, you're going to find out pretty soon why I may not be playing the whole clip. I'll probably fade it down and make a comment or two uh, before the end. All right, so here we go. Here's the question of why. Why are we having a curfew beginning Saturday from 10 p.m. at night to 5 a.m. in the morning. Here is uh, Dr. Mark Galley on that particular Today, question. Today, I've already gotten questions. Our own team talked about it. Why are you focused on the time period from 
10 to 6. Why are we not doing what we did in March um, as we have significant concern around, uh, around surges? Well, we've learned a lot, and we've been a state that has been guided by data, guided by science, and in that data and in that science is a great amount of learning and refining our thinking, focusing our thinking, focusing on our interventions in a way that allows us to be more targeted, targeted and do things not in all tiers, not at statewide, not for 24 hours of every single day, but in more focused ways. And what are some of those lessons? It's that masks do protect us, not only those around you, but the evidence is clear that they protect you as well. Moving things outdoors significantly reduces the risk of exposure and transmission. We've mentioned it already here. We've mentioned it for many months. Move things outside. Okay, we're, uh, we're over 60 seconds into this. Have you heard the, have you had the answer to why yet? Uh-uh, let's keep listening. Peat areas outdoors, making sure that we have clear and easy ventilation is an important feature to reduce transmission. We've learned that squarely, not necessarily in March and April, but really over the past couple of months. The other very important thing, no one knew this early on, that even those who do not have symptoms and look perfectly well are spreading the virus. You've heard about asymptomatic spread. You've heard about people who are pre-symptomatic spreading the virus. This is a very important feature. Unusual feature of a virus makes it harder for us to manage and track. And part of the reasons why we must take early actions, we must take actions that even if Okay, uh, we are now exactly two minutes into his answer of why. Have you got your answer yet as to why? Uh, let's keep listening. And then importantly, and this has really been an important guide to me and our team here, um, clarifying that roughly 12% of today's cases will be hospitalized in the next two to three weeks. Since early July, we've been tracking this, and although in some parts of the states it's as low as 6 or 7%, other parts it's closer to 15 to 20%. On average, 12% of our cases will be hospitalized in two to three weeks. What does that tell you? It helps you plan based on what you're dealing with today in hospitals, today's cases, what the next two to three weeks looks like. And that helps us make decisions now so we can avoid some of those big surges in the hospital beds and the potential for not having the capacity that we've depended on to date. So again, it's always important to emphasize what we can do to make a difference, to keep our schools open. All right, we're now three minutes and five seconds into his explanation of why it, did you, have we answered the question yet? When it seems convenient or when it seems like you're around people you don't know, but as much as possible, we've updated our mask guidance and we will update it again as we continue to evolve with the science and see opportunities to support additional masking across our state. Keeping your distance, spreading things out when you can, using the entirety of your backyard for a gathering, using multiple rooms when you're with, uh, with someone else uh, indoors, uh, and spreading things out I think is really key to helping us reduce transmission. We've talked about the importance of circulation, keeping windows and doors open so outside air can come in and frequently is important, keeping things short no matter where you're together. With okay, we are now 
four minutes exactly into the uh, explanation. Have you heard the answer to the why question yet? Not three others. It's yourself and two others. Important. And now today, underlined here, bolded here, gatherings shouldn't occur between 10 and 5, 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. We know that's hard to imagine how to enforce. Some of you may say, well, how, how, how am I ever going to be known if I'm doing that at home? We've depended on a partnership with all of you. This is about coming together. This is about us deciding to do some things that, sure, it's an inconvenience. Sure, we may not want to for a, sh a short period of time so we can get this under control and hopefully bring rates down to a place where counties don't just stay in purple, move to red, orange, and yellow down the road. And it's always important to end these actions with an eye towards protecting older Californians and those at risk. I'll take this opportunity to remind you that even though only about 10% of California's cases are in individuals over the age of 65, 75% of our deaths, that worst outcome um, that we want to prevent at all costs um, is, is uh, 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 experienced in that age category. All right, so that's five minutes and 18 seconds of Dr. Mark Galley answer, attempting to answer his own question as to why 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew in those five minutes and 18 seconds, did you hear a definitive answer as to why the curfew? Did, maybe I missed it, but I've listened to this for, I don't know, three or four times since uh, the the live announcement earlier today, and, and I just listened to it with you, all five minutes and 18 seconds. And by the way, he, he went to questions. Well, he didn't go to questions after that. He uh, went to uh, uh, another colleague who speaks Spanish and basically gave that whole presentation in Spanish. So uh, anything else? Epilogue there that, that, that we missed, that, that was his answer as to why we should have a curfew from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Uh, beginning this Saturday, November 21st, 10 p.m. through 5 a.m. on December 21st. That's December 21st and possibly beyond as well. Again, uh, we have a few moments left. If you'd like to uh, convince me that this is a good thing, uh, this is a rational thing, uh, this is a wonderful thing. That, that's, that's finally going to uh, corral the virus and help us get out of uh, purple tier prison. Uh, you're welcome to call me. You only have a couple minutes left. It's area code 657-383-1479. I can see the emails coming in right now. Area code 657-383-1479. So uh, there we Beginning uh, Saturday, curfew for those of us who are, are non-essentials, those of us who are targeted people because we live in timeout, purple-tier counties. Uh, if we really don't have any essential business going on, we need to be at home between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. Uh, you know, it sounds like, you know, when you're on band tour high school, right? You need to be in bed by uh, 10 p.m. 
And uh, then we'll come and get you for breakfast at seven or whatever it might be. I remember those days. Uh, But, you know, we're not we're not children. We're not junior hires anymore. We're not high schoolers anymore. We're adults uh, who have good, bad or indifferent uh, elected these officials. However, I would add personally, I didn't have to personally elect uh, the official or two I'm talking about. But that's another thing, and that really doesn't make any difference. The point is, uh, the governor is the governor. The uh, health secretary of California is the health secretary of California. The California legislature is the California legislature. Uh, The counties are bound by what the state says. The county health officers are bound by what the state health officer and what uh, the, the state says. And so they're really handcuffed in all of that. I feel bad. For a lot of our counties now, some of them are are rip roaring behind all of this. Some of them, uh, I know, are uh, maybe have different perspectives, but their hands are tied, and and they really can't uh, they really can't push back at all. So uh, anyway, that's uh, that's where we have Governor Newsom weighed in on this. He says the virus is spreading at a pace we haven't seen since the start of the pandemic. And the next several days and weeks will be critical to stop the surge. We are sounding the alarm. Well, how come if wearing masks and 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 hiding in our homes when we're told to and uh, not eating at restaurants when we're told not to, how, if, if all that works, how come we're where we're at? Huh? Why, Governor? He goes on to say, you can tell I'm I'm a little bit on edge. This evening. You have to forgive me. Well, you have to forgive me because I'm not sorry for it. I'm just on edge over this. Uh, Newsom continues. Governor Newsom continues. It is crucial that we act to decrease transmission and slow hospitalizations before the death count surges. We've done it before and we must do it again. This is going to be non-ending. I guarantee you this will be non-ending. Until they accomplish whatever ends, there must be some other agenda here because this makes absolutely zero sense to me at all. And there's uh, this is uh, Dr. Mark Galley again. He says, uh, we know from our stay at home order this spring, which flattened the curve in California, that reducing the movement and there there goes the dogs. Uh, I probably have a. Uh, an Amazon or UPS uh, thing arriving at the front door. So uh, we'll see if the dog uh, makes it to Thanksgiving. Yes, yes, he will. We just uh, have to straighten him out. Anyway, uh, he's um, the statement uh, from uh, Dr. Erica uh, Ann. She's our acting public health officer. She says, we're asking Californians to change their personal behaviors to Businesses are going out of business. Business people, men and women who have invested decades into building businesses, are losing their businesses. They're losing their investments. Uh, They're having to tap into their life savings. A lot of them are going to shutter for good. What kind of arrogant statement is that, that we're asking Californians to change their personal behaviors? We've been doing that, doctor. She says, we must be strong together and make tough decisions to stay socially connected 
but physically distance. There's an anomaly for you. Isn't that an oxymoron? We're going to stay socially connected, but physically distanced during this critical time. So that, that, ah, so what does that mean? Well, that, that means, I guess we keep having our worship services online because God forbid that people of faith would gather together and start praying for this face to face. I have a, uh, a prayer group of pastors that uh, I I help facilitate on a weekly basis, and we have a prayer summit once a year. This has been, uh, and this group has been around for 30 years in in various numbers. But there's a nucleus that still meets, and uh, you know we've been doing this online thing now for uh, a couple of months. Let's see. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, well, eight or nine months now. Uh, the two congregations that I've served, we've been on the Zoom platform, and I'm wishing I had stock in Zoom, to be honest with you. We've been on the Zoom platform for a long time now, the, again, eight or nine months, and it looks like because we're in uh, Governor Newsom's penalty box for purple tier targeted people that we're not going to get out of there maybe anytime soon. And I am not faulting our County here. I happen to live in Stanislaus County and we've got a good relationship uh, with our County officials. I'm not faulting them because uh, again, uh, most of these counties, if they have a different take on this, uh, they have no say they are handcuffed by the state and uh, they have to abide by the dicta coming down from the state of California, from Sacramento, from the uh, governor's office, from the uh, health department, from the health secretary, from the public health officer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Dr. Erica Pan, state's acting public health officer, also is quoted as saying, it is especially important that we band together to protect those most vulnerable around us as well as essential workers who are continuing their critical work amidst this next wave of widespread community transmission across the state. Together, we prevent a public health crisis in the spring, and together we do it again. Let me get my California flag out here, and let me start waving it in the air uh, uh, during... Oh, yeah, I don't have a California flag here anymore. Uh, so, uh, there we go. That, that's where we're, uh, that's where we're at in, in, in terms of, of the curfew. Good night. What have we come to? And, and these statements about, and I, I know I've talked to you about this before, but these statements that we're abiding by the science. Well, which science are we talking about? Because unless you live in Antarctica, and you're uh, you have no communication you're stuck there on some little patch of ice for a while and you have no internet which is probably a blessing to you at this point you have no uh, uh, television which is probably a triple blessing for you at this point you know have no access to the mainstream media which is probably a quadruple blessing to you at this point unless you're that dude on that little patch of ice in antarctica you may have noticed 
if you've uh, joined me in, in my advocacy for looking uh, for facts in places where, frankly, uh, I don't necessarily agree with, but that's one of the ways that you uh, research, you, you take a look at, you take a listen to, you, you look at newspapers and uh, news organizations and broadcasts that don't necessarily match up with your opinions or worldview because there are usually there might be a nugget or two that that has something valuable to learn. Uh, I've noticed a lot of people, uh, though, don't do that. They only listen to what they like to listen to and they shut the rest of the world out. And so, uh, you know, it's like the little kid with uh, who's getting instructions and, and some information and he's got or she has his or her fingers stuck in the, in both ears and going la 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 so they can't hear that that's what a lot of people are doing today they're they're just listening to one one source of information and uh that's why i think we're in the state that we're in and and theologically i think there's a lot of spiritual uh warfare attached uh, to that as well that's a whole nother broadcast and uh, we'll address that at a, at a different time. So that's where we are with the uh, COVID-19 curfew that uh, begins this Saturday night at 10 p.m., extending to 5 p.m. in the morning uh, every day until December 21st and possibly beyond that. Uh, just a, uh, a quick note uh, for those of you who are members of uh, or attenders of congregations, those of you who may be fellow pastors, uh, worship leaders, uh, worship, uh, directors, whatever it might be, uh, if you're in leadership at all in, uh, in congregations or in ministries, uh, a little note here, and that is that uh, the, I, I listened into a, uh, a conference today by the Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus, uh, a great organization up in uh, in Sacramento, and it provides uh, legal representation uh, without fee to uh, congregations and to ministries uh, throughout the state of California and actually beyond California as well. Uh, they have argued before the Supreme Court of the United States. Uh, these are, are very well-qualified people, and frankly, uh, they are truth-tellers. Uh, during these conferences, you know, you get a lot of uh, people who are a little upset, like I am right now, <laughs> and they, uh, on the chat things, they, they, you know, chat some things to express their frustrations, and, and they're very, uh, Brad Dacus and, and his attorneys are very upfront. Uh, sometimes they'll say, you know, uh, nope, that's just not going to work, and, uh, you know, you violate that law, well, choices have consequences. But what I want to pass on to you today, uh, from what I heard, and again, this was, I'm driving around listening to this in my, in my earphone, uh, apparently, and I've gone on, online later this afternoon and I, I looked at it, if, at least if you are a uh, congregation, uh, you can go on there and request legal assistance before the fact. In other words, you may just be worried that you're trying to obey the rules, but they keep changing so quickly you can't keep track of it. Uh, 
you know, there, there may be a variety of, of reasons for when you're unintentionally uh, violating some of these regulations that are, uh, that are coming out. And so there's a, a provision there where you can be, uh, you can say with qualification and in truth, uh, if the media contacts you or if uh, local officials or state officials contact you in terms of a violation, you can righteously say, I have to refer you to my council or our council. Now, don't lie about that. You have to have the council. But here's apparently what you can do. You can sign up ahead of time with the Pacific Justice Institute, and they have a, a website you can go to, pji.org. That's Pacific Justice Institute, pji.org. And uh, you can request uh, to uh, be on the list uh, to have them legally represent you. And maybe it's ahead of time you're just worried that uh, there's an issue uh, that you may unintentionally be violating uh, or perhaps. Uh, there's an issue you're worried about that uh, is in the past uh, a violation that you're worried about and, and you need to let them know about and you'd like them to represent to pji.org and there is um, a little button there that says request legal assistance request legal assistance Pretty easy to find. I mean, I know my way around computers, and I can find things fairly easily, and I did in this case. So uh, don't don't give up. It is on there. There's a little um, icon there, a little button that says Request Legal Assistance. You click that and uh, fill out a very simple form, and they'll contact you. And uh, if, uh, if you qualify, uh, again, uh, you can righteously say that you have <clears throat> legal representation. I would suggest, with the way things are looking at the moment, that might be something you want to look into, uh, or uh, maybe you already have legal representation, and maybe you ought to give that attorney a call and say, uh, what do you think? Are we in a violation or not? Uh, heating up, my friends, it really is, and, and I think this, uh, this latest curfew issue uh, is... Uh, Another tip of another iceberg. I um, Again, I was more than willing to listen to that press conference today to hear the rationale for creating a curfew between 10 p.m. at night and 5 a.m. in the morning. I listened to the last five minutes and 18 seconds with you tonight, a recording of that, inter- that uh, press conference with California Health Secretary, Dr. Mark Galley, I did not hear the why specifically for the curfew. I heard a lot of smoke and mirrors about masks and social distancing and this and that and the other thing. Well, that's, uh, that's repetition. That doesn't give us the why of why we have a curfew. So if it's a press conference with a representative of the state of California himself asking the question, well, you know, even my staff has been asking why. Well, goodness sakes, if your own staff is asking why, why can't you directly answer the question? Because we're paying your salary, my friend. You work for us, Dr. Galley. We don't work for you. I know. Pastor Mike, calm down. Got to be more 
question about this. Listen, Christians throughout the century, pastors throughout the century, have gotten exercised over stuff when it got to the point where they just sense inside something is wrong. It's not passing the smell test. And this stinks, in my opinion. Again, if you have, uh, we're, we're just about out of time for uh, tonight in our slot here, but uh, if you would like to email me and push back, or if you'd like to email and say, yeah, I, I agree, either one, because I'm more than happy to, uh, to have you uh, present a case to me why this will work, why having a curfew between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. Is, uh, is, is going to fix this uh, coronavirus issue we have and get us all out of uh, the purple-tier purgatory. And n- no offense to any of you about the purgatory word, but it f- kind of feels like that's what it is. Uh, we're, we're in state timeout. We are the targeted individuals in state timeout in purple-tier prison. We're not getting out until we perform right and we we bring the right numbers to the fore and we make Governor Newsom and all of his staff up in Sacramento happy with this. Frankly, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of businesses having to shutter. I'm tired of people losing their jobs. I'm tired of the arrogance and I'm tired of the condescending attitude coming out of Sacramento. And I don't care whether you're a Republican or Democrat or independent, whatever you may be. This is not a political statement. This is a personal statement about righteous anger over what I see as a terrible, terrible trend now that's happening in California. And by the way, did you notice, just as a footnote before we go, Governor Newsom announced, what was it, yesterday or the day before, that he's looking out uh, at, at, at three uh, different types of lockdown orders. One of them, uh, do I, I don't even, do I even want to say one of them coming out of uh, the Middle East and, and Saudi Arabia. California is considering, in his equation for a possible lockdown, the lockdown procedures of the, uh, my goodness, of, of Saudi Arabia, for goodness sakes. Are you serious? I'm t- it, it's almost like I'm expecting Rod Serling, for those of us who remember Rod Serling, to come around the corner and reassure us that this has just been the Twilight Zone television program and it's not reality. It is reality, my friends. And if, if, if you're just tipping through the tulips and you think things are just wonderful, you know, email me and explain to me why you feel that way, because I don't get it. I I I think we all need to be upset with this if if we value freedom, if we value the Constitution of the United States, and you're saying, oh, you're flag-waving again, Mike. You know, Christianity does equal uh, the United States of America. I agree with that. I agree with that. But as a believer, I have the freedom to express myself, and I have the responsibility to weigh in on government because government— an entity that God himself created for our benefit, and right now it isn't benefiting us at all here in the state of California, as far as I can see, with current policy. Boy, do I feel better. No, I really don't. 
But I did get to let off some steam here, and I didn't even have a cup of coffee over that. Uh, Anyway, uh, those of you who normally join us uh, later on demand, uh, we will have this uh, on demand for you in a couple of hours. Those of you who normally uh, listen up at 10 o'clock at night, uh, it'll be posted by that time. And, uh, of course, those of you who listen uh, throughout the rest of the week, uh, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that. And, again, please uh, let me know your reactions. This uh, email comes directly to me. No one else sees it, so it's our private conversation. My email, pastormike209 at gmail.com, pastormike209 at gmail.com. We will not be here next week because it is thanksgiving and for our household here it's not because it's a holiday oh boy with the day off it's because we take thanksgiving as a time to thank god for the blessings that we have and uh, i think this thanksgiving we're going to add some intercessory prayer to what in heaven's name is going on in, in california anyway uh, I'm not going to be here next Thursday night. I, probably you don't want to listen either. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Pastor Mike Douglas here. Thank you for uh, enduring my frustrations tonight. And uh, we'll see you in two weeks. You've been listening to Into the Night with Pastor Mike Douglas. Thanks for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.